0: Hi, I am Ali and I'm Penny and you're listening to Not Too Busy to Write, the podcast about writing,
1: publishing and creativity
0: amongst life's many other demands. This week, Ali and I are here to talk about writers groups and finding other readers and I think this is going to be an interesting one because actually so many people have asked us to talk about this topic.
1: Yes, I think lots of people feel um, that they'd like to uh, work differently or extend their practice or talk to other people in a similar situation. So they want the kind of camaraderie of having other eyes on their work
0: or other people on their shoulders as well. So, yeah. So... I think a good thing to probably start with is, is, um, is first of all, how do you even go about finding a writer's group? Because I know this is a problem for a lot of people who are really certain they do want to be in a writer's group, writer's group but they're not quite sure how to approach the whole the whole thing. Um, so we're going to talk through a few different ways that um, people tend to typically find um, fellow writers. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about our own experience as well of how we found our writer's group. Um, or put one together probably is a more accurate way of saying it but so the what i found out with my writer friends some of the most common ways that um that they've found their people shall we say that they feel comfortable writing and sharing with um has been actually on short courses um have you have you come across that quite a bit as well
1: um yeah I mean i don't i don't know if i've spoken to many people um who are in a writer's group. I mean, I tend not to speak to that many people, full stop, because um, <laughs> I spend a lot of time um, in a room writing words now and not being very sociable. Um, Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I know that I have, I mean, we don't share each other's work um, and I wouldn't call us a writer's group, but I have a lot of friends who I met uh, do my master's So Mm. I did a master's in creative writing and, um, have friends whose eyes and input I really trust. I, um, met, um, there's two in particular who I sent the very, very early, um, first three chapters of the last days I sent to them before I had an agent, um, because I really valued their input I'm not wasn't necessarily going to do anything that they said or act on any of the suggestions but I really trusted them and Mm -hmm. I knew that they would tell me if it was utter shit basically so uh, that's why I enlisted their help Um, and I think that I certainly wouldn't have got that without doing the MA definitely other advantages of kind of meeting people in a course situation is that you're already I'm kind of very passionate about literature but you also get the chance to you know over the course of an MA it's a year long you get the chance to know people really well Um, and I could know what people read and I think that really matters when you've got people critiquing your work because perhaps if they're not totally familiar with the genre that you're writing in if they don't read that genre, they can maybe think that your work is doing something or is failing to do something that they might want it to do. Um, Particularly if you're writing um, literary fiction or literary nonfiction, it can tend to be, it's quite a tricky genre, maybe for people to like or people to kind of identify with. So um, yeah, I, I would say that a course can be a really good way to get to know people enough so that you know that they're going to kind of you don't need people to like your work but what you need is people to understand where you're going with your work and what your work needs to be doing and when it isn't doing what it needs to do.
0: Yeah and I think that's the most important thing that you talked about this idea of trust and you do have to trust each other within a writer's group like yeah. a lot. Um, you're giving over work before it's been published. Um, It's often very private. It's Mm -hmm. often at an early draft stage. So you do really, really need to trust each other. And I think that's where meeting people on a course can work. Um, Because if you've worked together for a minimum of 10 weeks, maybe six months or a year, um, you get to know whether or not you'd be comfortable Mm -hmm. um, handing your work over To that person, and so it can be a really great way to meet people. And in fact, I know loads of people do courses specifically for a combination of accountability Mm -hmm. and meeting people, and that's actually the main reason to do it. And I think
1: what you said um, about that kind of being in a course situation you might not necessarily be workshopping each other's work and I think we're going to talk about that in a while but what you Mm -hmm. will be doing is at least getting a flavor of other people's work and you'll be doing that really vulnerable thing where you're sharing something even if it's only reading a homework assignment or reading a couple of paragraphs where you're sharing something and you all understand It's a a kind of mutual vulnerability so that you've all kind of got this um, openness and you understand the need um, for respect. And I think that that's one of the basic fundamentals of a writer's group is that there has to be that respect for what everybody else is doing. You can't try and make someone write what you would like them to write. You've got to kind of appreciate and understand the, le- the works level that the work is operating on as well so yeah respect and trust
0: yeah and I think yeah as you say mutual vulnerability is really what it's all about in a writer's group um and it doesn't work unless everybody turns up with that same trust and vulnerability mm-hmm. as well um and so Courses like um, Avon, and um, I know I did some City Lit. I know other people who've done City Lit, which is based in mm-hmm. London. But there are lots of other yeah. similar kind of places, and they're really, um, they're really not. They're quite affordable and they're quite accessible generally. I know Avon now do at home ones, which might be trickier in terms of meeting people and getting to know them a bit better because mm-hmm. you're doing it over Zoom. But it's far more accessible than their kind of traditional kind of go away for five or six days, which is incredible but often inaccessible for people because it's such a big commitment both financially and time-wise. But there are lots of other um, places out there that are helping get writers together. Um, I know that London Literary Salon is doing it as well um, and they're doing kind of um, virtual events and things like that. But So there are ways of doing it in a way that isn't too expensive. But then if you do have a bit more money um, and you do want to invest a bit more and you want to have people who are very invested in their writing as well, Um, courses like Faber and Curtis Brown Creative and things like Mm -hmm. that that are, um, again, available online now, so a bit more accessible to a variety of people and not necessarily people who are only in London, um, can be a really great way of meeting other people who are deeply committed to Mm -hmm. their writing. And I think that's the exciting thing about doing a course like that is, is saying people are all choosing to to spend their money on that choosing to spend all that time on that and it's really exactly. wonderful to meet people who are as committed to you um because it makes you feel less crazy quite frankly for yeah. giving all this time over to this thing
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's that commitment is really important and i think it's important when it comes down to a smaller group as well it's not just the commitment to work on your work but the commitment to realize that you need Input from other people to make your work better, and to actually mm. take that input and respect the input that you are being told as well. So it's not just a I am part of this group just because I want to read my work to someone else or I want someone else to read it, but respect that when people give you feedback, it's well-meaning feedback and can obviously quite often be very useful feedback to go in a way and apply as well. Um, mm. So yeah, it kind of cuts both ways, but it's great when you do a course um I really miss being on the Emmy because it was that kind of rarefied atmosphere that you got a full year just to kind of immerse yourself fully in this world and everyone else was immersed in it too and when you leave that you're still immersed in the world but you're on your own so having something to kind of carry you through I think is very useful.
0: Yeah I know and it's interesting I've actually just started my master's and it's going to be really interesting because now I'm going to have our writers group and I've got the masters and I'm meeting lots of people. And one of the funny things was that when on our first day, um, our tutor in one of our modules said to us, um, it's okay. You know, you're amongst your people now, you know, no one, no one in this room is going to think you're crazy. <laughs> and there is it is that sense of everybody is deeply committed. You know, we're all at different stages of our lives, but, um, but very few new graduates. So, you know, everybody's taking um, time away from paid work and also other unpaid work to do this and spending a lot of money and time. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it is quite incredible to be around other people who are as committed to the work as you are. Um, But that certainly doesn't mean you absolutely do not have to do an expensive course or master's in order to get that community because there are other ways of getting a sense of community um, without spending all that money, um, which is not going to be possible for everybody, at a, you know, at every stage of life. Um, and in fact, you know, we set up our writers group in a really informal way. Um, and I think the way we did it is, is often how people do it, which is that we made our connections bit by bit and a lot of that came together because each of us in our own way were putting ourselves out there as writers on social media so we were making connections chatting to each other in DMs having little conversations under you know posts and things slowly getting to know each other over time um I think two of our members I had met in person and knew reasonably well before we started, but nobody else in our group I did know. And we sort of created a little web together of um, of people. And it mm-hmm. just worked out really, really well. I mean, I think we were probably quite lucky as well that it worked out as well as, yeah. it, as it did.
1: <clears throat> I think so. I think these things can be um, quite hit or miss. Um, but I think when you've got everybody, like we were saying, that's really committed to doing it and committed to wanting to make their work work that that really helps um and i think there's a lot to be said like i have a lot of reservations about social media i'm not um it's world's biggest advocate in any way but i think that even if you want something that's completely not necessarily a group but even just twitter can be really useful Um, Mm. for people to be on just search hashtags, writers, Twitter, or I'm writing, you know, and there's a community of people that you can kind of tap into there. I know that that's really informal and nobody's going to be reading your work, but there's still that kind of, I suppose, sometimes all you need is a feeling of solidarity. Mm. Because the reality is that... um, A lot of writing is rewriting and redrafting and rethinking and um, going over the same thing many, many, many times. And what you need is somebody who can just um, just knowing that other people are doing the same thing, that other people are immersed in that same um, process, which at times can feel really just like you're just feeling around in the dark um there's mm-hmm. obviously different stages to it but I know that before I got my agent um it felt really lonely and really thankless task at times and sometimes uh, the danger of social media can be that you're on there and all people are talking about is um their latest book deal or the latest book, or their cover, or this or that. And when you don't have that, it can be really demoralizing because sometimes, as we all know, in this industry, it's not necessarily the greatest writers who get the book deals. It's driven um, by a lot of things, including um, who's got big platforms to sell books. And it can be really, really hard work when you don't have any of that, but you think that, you're pretty good at putting thoughts um, and ideas and things on a page in a way that is quite meaningful. Um, Yeah. So I think you kind of need um, at times a community, whatever form that comes in to kind of get you over that hump until you've got the support, because once you start having the support, um, particularly of an agent and an editor, it is a massive game changer and it's not necessarily a massive game changer in how successful you're going to be or in how you view yourself but it's a huge game changer in that you have people to work with Mm -hmm. um and you then have these very professional very astute very intelligent eyes on your work and I know that thinking about how my agent sees my work and thinking about how the questions that my editor has asked of my work, that's changed just the baseline of the work that I produce. Um, So I think that having people to support you before you get to that stage is is quite important as well.
0: It it is, I totally agree. And I didn't have that before. Although saying that, I did have to... Good friends who ran their eyes over my proposal for me, um, so that was really really helpful. I did know writers, and it did make a difference. But I didn't have anything like what I have now. But interestingly, I do have an agent, and I do have all that, and you do as well. And we're yeah, we're still in a writers group. It's still really lovely, <laughs> but um, but I think we use it for different kinds of things and different kinds of things. It's it's a great to um, test out things and play around with things. Um, and in fact. Um, I love that we actually that we come we're across a number of genres in our group, which I think also works really well. Um, I know that not everyone necessarily want to do it that way, but um I love that we've got memoirists and nonfiction writers and novelists all together in a group. Um Yeah, well I but think importantly we all read those genres. And I think that is the important aspect yeah. of it that
1: yeah. And I think it doesn't matter. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, if you're writing fiction or non-fiction um, because the thing that has to underpin all of that work is storytelling so you bring mm-hmm. the same tools to your non-fiction as you would bring to fiction anyway yeah. so that when you're talking to somebody um, and you're looking at their work and maybe it's not working um, or not fully activated on a plot level that makes you think is my work am I working on the level of plot, you know? So so when you kind of start seeing um, areas in other people's work or if you're critiquing people's work, it it immediately makes you have to critique your own work on a different level too Mm. because Mm -hmm. you can't say to somebody, um, you know, what structure are you working with? Is this three act or five act without thinking is my work? you know have I have I hit my plot points or not hit mine Um, and I think also when you're writing there is a balance to hit you shouldn't always be thinking of reader 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 otherwise you're just like being whipped by them basically but you should be thinking like is this engaging is this going to be is this going to carry someone through what's the rhythm doing what am I doing and knowing that you've got other people to ask those questions to, and that's another thing, is having a group where you can say, um, I specifically want feedback on, As I know mm. you've done that, that you submitted um, different things you were working on and said, I, I want feedback on this, this month, and this is the aspect that I would like you to be reading it for. And I think that's really helpful as well, so that um, for the rest of the group, you're not just reading something kind of looking at all aspects of it but you're reading it with a specific purpose um Mm -hmm. and a specific thing in mind um yeah I think that that really helps I think another way that you can get I I don't know what to call it I suppose stimulation is probably the right word because you can feel Mm -hmm. that you're always being pulled in all these different directions as a person and when you're at the stage where you're trying to professionalize your writing it can often kind of be at the bottom of your priority list um is going to events as well I found that when I didn't have a community of people I felt very um like this it was a really beautifully vicarious way of entering into the world that I wanted to be in Mm. by going to um edinburgh international book festival and booking to see authors that i loved and it's just so i hate the word inspiring but it's so kind of motivating because i would always go with like a pen and paper like complete little geek and make lots of notes and go back to those (laughs) later so you've got this kind of bank of things that people have said about how they work um and I mean, you're not going to get any better advice than listening to people who are at the very top of their game talk mm-hmm. about how they made these books and talk about what inspired them and talk on a human level about what was difficult and what was hard. Um, and so many of these events are online now as well. I know that the book festival has like this huge digitized archive that you can dip into. And I do. I, I listen to loads. Um is 5x15 which has just a brilliant selection of writers and thinkers every month talks that you can listen to and and although that's not a community that you can necessarily you know talk to you can't say can you read my work would that be okay but you can certainly think about what they're saying as you're making your work and I know that that really has helped me um, and that's something that I still love doing there's the social as well which has great events uh yeah so I would definitely recommend that to people looking for ways to kind of sustain that way of thinking like a writer um
0: yeah and I think that's the interesting thing actually that comes out of a writer's group as well which it's not just about the fact that you vulnerable you show your work other people do the same you workshop things or you can ask questions and you have other readers it's also about that community that you get that you're all showing up um and doing the words and taking it seriously and sometimes it's just a matter of being around other people who take it seriously even before they're getting paid to do it. Um, And I think it's powerful. It's incredibly powerful. I know um, last year during NaNoWriMo, um, our writers group, we started – Um, WhatsApping each other every day to tell each other our word counts. And um, I know some people are not that into that, but it was fun to do for, I couldn't do it permanently, but for like a short period of time for a month, it was really fun because I'd be like, oh, so and so's done this many words. Oh, I really better get off my ass and do that too. (laughs) Um, And in a way, like for a short period of time, that was a fun thing to do. Cause also, you know, we know each other, we trust each other. Um, And so so it's kind of fun to do those little sprints as well with a group Mm -hmm. knowing that everybody's going to try and participate.
1: Yeah, that was really good for me because it was, um, when I was rewriting the last days, so I wasn't editing. I was like having to write three, 4,000 words a day. Um, so, It was really good because it helped me write them and helped me feel quite smug because I was doing that. Whereas if I'd been, um, there's obviously certain times it wouldn't work. If I was at like the really cutting stage, I would have been like minus. Minus. I know it doesn't work
0: when you're editing. It doesn't doesn't work.
1: But I think even, you know, (laughs) there must be some way that you can say how many, you know, because cutting is just as valuable or when you're doing the really thing of going well this paragraph shouldn't be here but it could be there or it could be <laughs> in a completely different chapter or it could be in the bin um when you're doing all that stuff um god I can't remember what I was gonna say I've not had my lunch yet so I'm a bit like woo. um yeah when you're doing all that stuff you can still tell people I did x hours working on this um, yes, exactly. If you do and so that, you can
0: do it in different ways if exactly. you're in editing mode. It's definitely, ways. yeah. Well, um, yeah. So let's um, let's talk as well about some of the pros and cons of a writers' group because there really are pros and cons. It's not all pros. Um, I think we've talked about one of the biggest pros, which is that community, um, which I think is can be invaluable and just. So, um, such a rich part of your writing life, it, it can be that. But the other positives I found, I found the accountability really great. Mm-hmm. I needed something last year to work on when I, I it was so intense, bringing out a book in in lockdown, and I really wanted to write something completely different, like completely, completely different. And it would have been really easy for me to not do any writing because I definitely didn't want to do any non fiction writing aside from like articles I was writing. That came out alongside the book. Um, so it was really amazing to know that if I wanted to really genuinely participate in our writers group, I had to turn up with like three to five thousand words every month. And I had to read everybody else's sort of three to five thousand words every month. And I loved that because it at times during lockdown and um when my head was like filled with ugh, PR stuff. Um, I just needed that little kick to be like no 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 but you're gonna really want to participate so you have to do the words otherwise you can't fully participate um and so I did find there have been points where I have needed that accountability Mm -hmm. um and it's been amazing for that
1: yeah I think I don't struggle with accountability to other people because I'm really I'm just constantly like locked in a battle with my yeah I'm (laughs) always locked in this battle with myself so if I don't do what I need to do um I basically wake up at three in the morning and shit talk myself for a couple of hours and since I don't really like doing that I just get on and do it so that I can (laughs) have that other part of me that's really rude to me in the nighttime and says all sorts of stuff so I'm fine with that but I think it is just that kind of um camaraderie of knowing that other people are are working um and yeah. knowing that sometimes you might be trying might need to try out something new um mm. so I submitted um to the writing group a couple of um things before I submitted them to my agent just to kind of check that I hadn't gone wildly and completely mad um <laughs> and and that was really useful as well because kind of you get that fear of if you're trying something new or if you're pushing yourself just that bit harder which obviously you should be when you're on to your next thing um, yeah to kind it's a of safe
0: place exactly to explore that and that yeah. was yeah and that brings us on to um, another pro which is this idea of a safe place to get feedback yeah with a group of people who you are all vulnerable together and um and you put yourselves out there and you are all at a certain standard that you can trust the feedback Mm -hmm. from the other people and I think this will lead us to our first con which is that that is not always the case you do have to be in a group that you can trust that everybody's Mm -hmm. readers and everybody's writers and you may not all be have the same education background and all that kind of stuff and you might not all have the same experience but um But you should, everybody should be able to express what they think and feel about a piece of writing in some way.
1: Yes, but I think that everyone should be expressing that um, within an understanding that that writing has come from somebody and has and will mean a lot to a person and I've heard mm. like complete horror stories about both writers groups and um, workshops in MA and MFA settings as well I think that people who work with words can be experts on the passive aggressive very clever <laughs> Um so that if listeners have knowing writers groups where perhaps they didn't feel that they were being given fair feedback or where things might have um, not worked out well for them, that that's not necessarily a reflection on their work in any way. Um, When I did my MA, and I know it's different with yours, we didn't do any workshops, partly because of the kind of culture that the workshop could um, create. We didn't really know we we read things in class but we didn't really know what people were working on or Mm. different people's ability what we did instead was we had weekly mentoring very intense mentoring that we had to produce Mm. work for and then we would meet um with either the course director or the other lecturer it was a very small team and they were brilliant and both had their own great skill sets um and we would meet with them Every week, and they would go over our work because they were trying to prepare us for the professional editorial relationship. Um, and my goodness, my supervisor certainly prepared me for that better than anyone else ever could have because she was very good at it. Um, so, yeah, I think that that can be a con of a writer's group. It can also be yeah. um, a drawback in that you know, a writer isn't necessarily an editor. Um, yes. And if people are at the stage kind of before they're making money from their work, or before they've kind of had other feedback, it can be difficult to know how valuable feedback can be from people who are essentially operating as readers, and not editors or agents or anyone coming at yeah. this with a kind of different eye you've got you know does it work as a writer's group or is it a little bit more like a focus group where there's people saying yes I like this or no I don't like that and I'm not yeah that... and
0: those are different things focus groups and writers groups exactly. sort of have different functions and I think as long as you know what you're expecting and then it then it can work either way both things yeah. can be useful but I think you just need to know what they are and it's interesting I think um we are workshopping in the MA that I'm doing and um, I'm really looking forward to mine actually. But um, I think it's it really has to do with the culture in the room and the culture within the group. So I think mm. if you're in a group where you can create a culture of, of safety where not only people um, you can trust that people do know uh, can give you good feedback and by good feedback I mean honest feedback but also not completely shit-talking your work Exactly. (laughs) you know it does need to be um it does need to be critical in a sense if it is going to be proper feedback it does need to be critical and you can't um hold back in that sense like you can't just go oh it's just all wonderful because that's not useful to anybody um you can gush about how much you loved it and then you can talk about specifics and I think what our group does really well is we get down to the specifics of um this line spoke to me this line made me feel this that line made me feel that was I um was that your intention you know was this you know and so even if you have got lots of really good things to say about a piece it's about um getting really specific Mm -hmm. about what's happening on a kind of line level as well um but that also probably brings me to another con which I think um It's just sort of one of the limitations of writers' groups is if you're kind of doing an ongoing writer group and you're reading chunks of people's Mm -hmm. work, it's actually really hard sometimes to talk about things like story and structure. Yes,
1: because what's
0: it situated within?
1: You don't necessarily get an idea from from 3,000 words as to if they are actually creating a story or if it's just nice words. Um, Yeah. And so I think how we tried to surmount that was that we asked for people to submit like a detailed synopsis or a mm-hmm. proposal, um, so that we can read that, and then you can work out well where you are, and then it means yeah. as well that it means you've got to do the actual donkey work of doing a synopsis or a proposal which is sometimes the bits that you don't really want to have to do but that you've got to do it's
0: hard really <laughs> it's really hard, hard. it's, it's, got
1: hard. To it's done. very hard yeah. but it's got to be done um yeah and I think that that you're right that's a really kind of one of the ones that we found more difficult but I know that we've certainly managed to kind of
0: um, we've had a bit of a go and really in fact actually good. our last session which you weren't able to come to because you're on a massive deadline um we did a couple of us did um our kind of synopses and talked about the bigger story um and what was working in the story and what wasn't working in the story and that was really fantastic actually to talk out story problems and that's another thing, super yeah, helpful.
1: that you get to and that this is obviously a pro is um talking out your work I think that a book and a manuscript they need talked out you can't um you can't well it's language isn't it and you're working with language it's just another expression yeah. it's just another kind of material way of working with it and when you are working so much that it's on the page and that you're writing it down be it if you're planning or if you're doing character arcs or proposals or whatever you're doing um verbalizing that and talking about it is -hmm. often where you get your bulk of um thoughts kind of gone in order so that's one thing that can be really good about a writer's group is the ability to talk um I think I'm finding just leading on from what you were saying the biggest con for me at the moment is time because I have so much work on um and so much that I need to do that it's actually really hard to find time to read that amount of work and give meaningful feedback. Yeah because you do
0: need to read everybody's work in order to be able to properly participate and as you say with meaningful feedback because the feedback can't just be oh I really loved it it has to be meaningful and so um in order to participate you do need to do a lot of reading um and just exactly like I'm finding on my MA (laughs) a lot of reading um and so yeah so it's and also you kind of also need to be a reader to be able to participate quite well in a writer's group as well I think in terms of um understanding the kind of I guess the uh, uh how each of the genres work generally and and all that kind of stuff to be able to give really meaningful feedback but um so I would say that you know writers groups are not the be all and end all at all no, and, definitely but not. they can they definitely have their place but I also have and I know you have as well heard people who have been very badly burned by mm. writing group situations to the point where they stopped writing yeah which is really terrible so let's be clear that there are limitations yeah and, and can I think sometimes that's not really work.
1: um important to realize that because that has happened. um I've known that that's happened with people who've done courses and done MAs as well. That sometimes it has the completely opposite effect; that it totally discourages people and and means that people don't and or can't or really struggle with writing for some time afterwards. And yeah. I think that that's one of the biggest things you have to learn very on, like very early on as a writer is how do I work. And what do I need in order to sustain that? What works for one person just will not work for another person. And there's nothing wrong with you because it doesn't work for you. I think I spent quite a long time thinking I should be able to work like this and that and da-dee-da. And I've realized that I do actually work a lot in isolation and that's how I work and yeah that's that's okay
0: and it's completely fine
1: that it doesn't work for other people as well it's just yeah yeah, you have to kind of get that strength of conviction and go no this is how I work and that's it um and it takes a long time to do that and I wish it was that simple but yeah (laughs) uh, what works for one person will not work for another but there you have it um the writers groups can be really useful Um,
0: or useful for a time as well exactly useful for a time and I think that's important as well and the dynamics within within the group might change of course over time as people come and go so um they can be really wonderful things but they're not necessarily the be all and end all and they sometimes can be um Uh, Not great for some people. So So there we go. That's I think that's sort of summed up right there. Absolutely. Um, So, Ali, tell me because we haven't talked about this for ages. So I'm dying to know. Anyway, what have you been reading lately?
1: Um,
0: I have been reading. So
1: I have just finished reading a collection of short stories by Wendy Erskine called Sweet Home. And if you haven't read any of Wendy's work, you have to um she is a writer from northern ireland and it was originally published by stinging fly which are a brilliant magazine and press um and the kind of irish writing at the moment is really incredible and there's a lot coming out of ireland um and i read a lot of it uh wendy's collection was published here in the uk by picador and her next one is out next spring i think But the quality of voice in her stories is like nothing I've encountered before. So I was lucky enough to see her read at David Keenan's launch of Monument Maker. And as soon as I heard her read, I went and bought her book because I haven't encountered a story of um, a collection of stories before that when you read it, it just sounds like her reading to you. I can't even describe it. They're like bedtime stories in a way because this person is talking to you Her narrators are so strong But she moves around the story in a way that a lot of short story writers don't She has this ability to completely inhabit her characters And to narrate very different people in such a convincing way way and she's so um warm to her characters this is something that I realize I love more and more so Maggie O'Farrell does it And uh, she never talks down to her characters she's always she, it's not like she singles out uh, a character that she likes more than the other and she vilifies mm-hmm. one or glorifies one um and I've noticed this is what really compassionate and brilliant writers do and Wendy does this um and I read I had um a cold it was like a really horrible cold that wasn't COVID, and I was fine but I was hamming it up because sometimes when you have a cold it's quite nice to do that because you know you're not dying so I was like on the sofa <laughs> you just
0: need to be ill yeah.
1: yeah so I was being really ill and only ate ramen for a week and was convinced I was gonna die of fever but um I was fine and I read Sweet Home in a day and then went back mm-hmm. and reread it from like a really like cannibalistic technical, uh, perspective of trying to go, right. I need to know what she's doing, but they are absolutely brilliant stories. I would thoroughly recommend They're funny as well, like really wry, naughty sense of humor going on as well. as just really observing, um, life. And I love observational stories, uh, and I, I just love when a writer can really get inside people's skulls and move around there and like look out from behind their eyes and put that point of view down on the page. And she's done it. So yeah, that was that was a brilliant,
0: brilliant read. Thoroughly recommend. How about Excellent. you? Oh well, that is going on my list because would you believe I have also read a Nor- Northern Irish short story writer this week that's amazing (laughs) yeah so I read Lucy Caldwell's latest um short stories collection which I think is was out earlier this year called Intimacies and oh my god I just you have to read it Ellie you have to read it oh my god it is so good it's she has just the most incredible way of writing places Mm. You know, like you just feel like you're there. She's so specific with her settings and her characters. And I just love that whole diving into a place and a relationship and a, you know, being inside someone in that really short period of time. Um, they're a lot of them are set in Northern Ireland, some of them are set in London. They're kind of mostly in one or the other, um, with a tiny bit of variation, but they're really, really just so powerful and just such a selection of stories about contemporary women that feels just like she just understands. She just, you know, like the like I just feel very understood reading it. Um, but, yeah, just utterly brilliant. I love her, absolutely love her. I'll so I would recommend her. Yeah, I love
1: yeah. short stories. Um, it is such a beguiling <laughs> art to be able to write a short story because you have nowhere to hide basically
0: (laughs) well um it was lovely to get together and chat i know that we're often just so the listeners know we're often having to take interviews one each and alternate just because of our schedules right. which is obviously the joy of doing a podcast with somebody else but also unfortunately we don't get to do all of them together anymore mm-hmm. because of our very busy schedules but um we will see you again uh next week yep. you've been listening to not too busy to write with Ali Miller and you can find show notes including the best ways to get